So welcome to episode 44 of the Request 2021 podcast. And this penultimate episode is entitled The Final Voyage. It includes the team of 12 leaders and explorers and our weekend experience on the Johanno Lucretia tallship down at Plymouth. It also includes excerpts from the last two Shackleton Scout Zone ceremonies, one held at Plymouth Mill Bay Docks and the other Portsmouth Gunnoff Keys. There's some bonus content too. If you listen on, uh, we've got the team intro chat on the Johanna Lucretia, uh, talking about our various superpowers as we had to learn each other's names. Uh, there's a background recording of my interview on Radio Devon, uh, plus there's longer versions of the Shackleton Scout Zone ceremonies. So those are at the end. Now, note some of the sound quality was very poor because of background noise. Um, I've taken every effort I can to try and improve it where I, where possible uh, so it can be included as an important historical record. Anyhow, let's head off to Plymouth and uh, the penultimate episode. Right, so I'm here at Mill Bay Docks and uh, we're ready for our Shackleton's Scout Zone. Uh, all the young people have found out this afternoon that we won't be sailing from Plymouth to Portsmouth, which is a real shock and a real disappointment to me and to the team. Uh, but we're going to make the best of it like true scouts and uh, we will be living on board the Johanna Lucretia this weekend, but unfortunately the motor has gone. Um, so we are going to be doing some sailing we will get to climb the rigging etc but we're going to have to go by road to Portsmouth on Sunday so I'm really pleased that uh, lots of people seem to be turning up for our service um, which we're going to film and uh, Liz uh, from Devon Scouts has turned up and I met her on the 24th of September last year and uh, she's kindly come along this evening now she received her silver wolf uh, last year a year ago so it's lovely that she's come along so I'm going to go around and I'm going to give all the readings to the young people. So, ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, fellow scouters and scouts. This scout zone was first held at Gilwell Park, the UK home of scouting, at 11am on Sunday the 5th of September 2021. Come on board, accompanied by Cook and Daily Mail reporters. They bring the ship's mail with them. Quest then enters Mill Bay docks and ties up before noon. The mayor of Plymouth comes aboard. At 4.05 p.m., Quest departs for Portsmouth, piloted by Gerald Lysett and with a cinematographer from the major newsreel, Topical Budgets, also on board. Thank you. Um, can we give these young people a round of applause? So it's now quarter to eight in the evening and uh, 
walking out through all the yachts are actually going to get to the Johanna Lucretia, which is going to be our home for the weekend. So we're sleeping on board, even though we're not going to be able to sail, we're going to be uh, able to experience the ship. And uh, we've got some other boats that we're going to be sailing tomorrow. So we're all walking as one big group out to see the ship for the first time. Beautiful evening. Loads of yachts around. Sun just setting over Plymouth. Well, it's got to be an experience to sleep on this tall ship, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and bob up and down in the water, but not go anywhere. Have you been on one of these kind of boats before? Well, the, the ship that we sailed to Antarctica in, in January was a tall ship. Oh, was it? Yeah, wow. yeah. It's the only tall ship allowed into Antarctic waters. Blimey. Yeah, uh, quite an amazing experience. Yeah. So that was myself and Lucy, wherever Lucy is down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. And uh, everyone else, this is. Uh, we were hoping to give them a similar experience. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Things happen. I know. Heartbreaking, but it's like, oh, timing. Oh, she's beautiful. Is that her? Oh, wow. Gorgeous ship. Johanna Lucretia. So we just arrived at the ship and uh, young people getting their photos taken in front of it. Oh, it's awesome. Wow. Yep, keep coming, folks. As you said, the rules are you're not allowed to step over the gap yep. carrying things. Hold on, I've just Thank you. <laughs> this is the most important okay. one. Okay. Hold that. And there we go. You're, on, you're, you're actually live. I'm live. Oh, hello, people. <laughs> That's my podcast. That's your podcast. Okay, hello, world. Whoever's listening. Don't know if you'd. I don't think I have anything interesting to say. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome to come aboard, folks. That's one of the ones we're on tomorrow. Yeah, it was definitely Olga, is one of them. Yeah, so, yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so all three of these ones. All right. So, yes, yeah. I guess that, one. that one's on the, that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We all live in the same place. 
that's yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah, that's going to be an amazing experience. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, the, the boat behind this one is one of the ones we're sailing on tomorrow. Yeah. That one there as well. No, this one here. This one here. Can I can I just reassure Lucy that I'm not going to get you to do a tour of the boat again? So. <laughs> yeah, you spent like ages and you were knackered. And I, I so said, I said, you got to get you tour of the boat. She had to do this video tour of the whole boat. <laughs> what, all of Europa. Yeah. I yeah. had three hours sleep. <laughs> Sorry. Like I, I won't do that to you sleep. again. And then you posted it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, that's sad, you did a great job though. You were really good. I have still got to sort out the bit where I've got the sound and the video, but they need to go together at some point. You know, where you all did all the upper, upper decks and the sound didn't come out on the video. Yeah. Not all of it. Some of it's quite good. So I need to see if I can edit that. I'm so behind on doing the podcast. I need to get the rest of the episodes out. I want to feel like my project's properly finished, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess you're probably. That looks nice, nice for tomorrow, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very sad that we're not on this. It's yeah. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, very. It's lovely. I know. I'm gonna be interested to see how the timing the rigging situation. Yeah. Yeah. How how kept on? Climbed? No, no, it's not quite as high. But well, there was there was three stages to ours, wasn't there? So, but yeah, yeah. this would have been a, amazing to sail on. Still, it's quite I quite like the size of it. A plan for banks? Or are you happy for them to decide themselves? They can or? decide themselves. Obviously, yeah. we need to be conscious of adult. Um, so the four of us yeah. need to be sort of together. Yeah, and then, away from then. That's yeah. fine. Um, what? I yeah, don't know off the top of yeah, my head. I could no, go and check. But yeah. can you remember what the split male, female this, was? Oh, male, female. Not uh, including you guys. No, I can't. I think you've only got two girls, haven't you? But you Amy, Amy and, and Rose. 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 That's fine. In that case, do you guys so. mind sharing a cabin together? No. All four of you? No, that'd be fine. And yeah, cause we've got, right. So we've got two fours yeah. and then two twos. Yeah, so that's the easiest way. Well, one girl in one... Yeah, two girls we've got you. The twos, and then the other one can have boys in it, and then a four with boys. That would work really with... well. Does that work quite well? Yeah, that would work yeah. really well. Do you want to have a look yeah. and choose your cabin? Yeah, first? of course then. <laughs> yes. Okay, as we were explaining to everyone else. One hand on the boat, Alan. I've got two hands on the boat at the moment. Two hands on the boat? Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. Oh, so that's a four and that's a four. Yeah, and then two okay. over there. Yeah, cool. Which one, Lucy back or that one, do you reckon? Okay, right, <laughs> she's already told us. Well, it actually sort of makes sense that we're at the back anyway, doesn't it? So, yeah. Happy with anything. Yeah. We'll do that then, shall yeah. I say? Girls in one of the cabins and then the boys yeah. will yeah. put them Yeah, that'll yeah, be good. Yeah. And then they can get their bags down. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think they would as well. He'd like jumping out of the toilet, right, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> On my bucket list. <laughs> oh, it is Must a bucket. Do. <laughs> 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 <laugh
Is it a macerator? Yeah, oh no, it's not. It's a, no, oh no, 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 look at this. So it's on a boat on a ship. Yeah. We call it a head. Yeah. The heads. Yeah. The heads. Cool. Um, inside our toilets are a little bit special. Okay. The only thing that can go down them is anything that's been through you. So only pee or poo. Mm -hmm. No toilet paper, no wet wipes, or anything else. There right. are little nappy sacks on the side here. Everything else goes inside a nappy sack and yeah. has been in front of you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It all goes into a tank and it all gets very upset if you put your toilet paper away inside the bin. Mm -hmm. um, the pump it, it's a hand pump toilet. So there's a lever here, the lever goes to the left, and they have a picture of water. And you pump this 20 times. 20. And yeah. that fills up the bowl. Okay. And then you flip it to the right and you pump it until the bowl's empty. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. That so that sense. so you're filling up and then yeah, you just filling up. Yeah. That makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Cool. cool. Um, I don't know whether to include that on the podcast or not, <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. How long have you been working on it or on the Island Trust? So I'm yeah. a relief skipper. Oh yeah, okay. Um, so I drift around oh, yeah. boats in the season. Yeah, okay. Um, so I've been with JL. It's probably my fourth little stint. So yeah, I normally yeah. do about two weeks, so two trips. Okay. And then run yeah. away again. We've been doing a load of work um, for um, the Thames Barge, uh, Lady Daphne, oh, cool. which is now down at Charleston Harbour oh, yeah. um, in Cornwall. Yeah. Um, and we did about 1,500 volunteer hours restoring her. Wow. So, yeah, it's been really interesting yeah. scout project because we learned all about different sort of skills in the mm. boat. And yeah. We had young people doing splicing. and oh, it was, nice. There was, you know, and there's one thing doing splice, splicing in a scout hut as a sea scout, you know, yeah. with a piece of rope. But actually doing it for a reason, for a reason yeah. on board and stuff, it was, yeah, it was great. So. Um, oh. Sorry, I'm Alan. I'm Ariel. Nice, nice to meet you, Ariel. I'm Oscar. Hi, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, so I came down Wednesday, so oh, we've been, okay. been here a couple of days. We've been exploring. The, we did the harbour tour. Yeah, we've done a few bits and bobs. It's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually yeah. some stools under this side as well. There is, you, but we can only fit yeah. five oh, right, people on yeah, this side. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do They're doing well. They're getting loads in. Keep going. Keep going. Bad <laughs> job, guys. How long have you <laughs> been with <laughs> Island Trust? Ariel. Ariel. So you fit it in between so the studies. Yeah. 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 I did my master. I just finished my master's. I made a dissertation for my master's in education. Wow. All right. Um, and I did my dissertation at a few of my reports on cell training and the health. Okay. So, um, so thankfully I, I had excuses to go sailing. Oh, I have to go collect some Yeah, exactly. Or it's control of one of the elements.
normally it's wind because I'm sailing all the time and it's like oh no but this week I'd actually like to be able to just have like um, the ability to fix mechanical objects <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's where I'm at at the moment you it's just like you my superpower oh, already I, I wish you could just <laughs> like kind of with your hands going <laughs> rebuilding itself so that's that yeah that's where I'm at I'm going to stop talking now You've got to repeat the name of the person next. I'm Seb. <laughs> <laughs>
so it really has been a week and a bit oh well uh, it's not that cold I'll survive <laughs> underneath the table there's a lot of ropes and stuff under there if all of those can come out and go on top of the table that would be great yeah, yeah. Defenderboard! How are you doing? We've all got waterproof shoes on. Fantastic. So, we're going to do a bit of a clean up on deck just before we carry on with our day because we've got time and why not? A yeah. clean boat is a happy boat, alright? I'm going to put some banging tunes on in a minute. But what we're going to do, we're going to have one person on the hose. Put your hand up first. Come here. <laughs> You're my hose man. Inside here. Loving the wellies and shorts. Don't start with it yet. The lower down you hold it, the less wet everyone will get. You're going to get more wet than everyone else, and everyone, somebody else will be doing it tomorrow. So if you wet people today, they will wait tomorrow. It's just the end of the day. They'll get you back. <laughs> cool. And then I want four scrubbers. One, two, three, 
four. There we go. Brush for you and the three brushes there. Okay, you're going to start from the front and you're going to make your way back. All right, the important thing about scrubbing, and this is really, really important, is that when you're scrubbing, it needs to go, it's not, it's not sweeping. It's probably going for it, scrubbing, all right? But we need to go across the woods. Can you all see that there's lines in the woods and it goes this way and the plants go that way? We need to go across it. We never go that way. So you've got to imagine they're curling for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, <laughs> you're going across it, not with it. Because if you go with the planks of wood, we'll pull out all of these bits that are filling in the gaps and then all of the water will come in down below and it'll leak and that won't be very nice, would it? Yeah? So we're going to go across it, yeah? We're going to start at the front and we're going to make our way back. Okay, scrubbers are going to go stand over there because I know that's done with them, right? Fantastic. I'm then going to need hand scrubbers, two hand scrubbers. Two people doing hand scrubbers. One hand scrubber, another hand scrubber. Yes. You've got one, two. Fantastic. There's a scrubber <laughs> for you. There's a scrubber for you. I'll give you a bucket in a minute, all right? And you're going to have a bucket of water. You're going to start at the back, contrary to everybody else. One on each side. Yep. Yeah? Cool. Who have I got left? Hands up if you haven't yeah, got a job. Yeah, One. You've got a job. Anybody uh, else got a job? Right. You, haven't got, you haven't got jobs. Cool. Right. Right. There I like you these. go. You're going to share. I only got three cloths. Sharing is caring. But find a friend. Who's going to be your friend? Hey! So you're going to have fresh water. Okay, so you're going to go from the tap. This is all sea water that we're doing so far because we don't waste water. But you're going to use tap water, so on the pontoon there's a tap. And anything that has varnish or should have varnish on water <laughs> is going to get wiped down, all right? And then all of the um, red rail going around the edge is going to be wiped down with fresh water as well, okay? Should we be singing uh, sea shanties or something while we do this? Uh, yeah, come on. Uh, and the raging seas did glow. And the landlord is lying down below, below, below. Oh, and the landlord is lying down below, below. below. <laughs> uh, uh, Come on. Uh, in Bristol Bay, there were three ships to be way. Hey, 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 oh! In Bristol Bay, there were three ships a long time ago. And one of those ships was Noah's old ark. Are you going to be alright in that? Because that's going to be quite thin. I'll be fine. I've also got this on, so I can't imagine I'm going to freeze. I've got this, but it's too hot. To I am. So who needs to get still? I know, it probably is really hot. I'm okay. Take more layers than you think you need, because it's better that you have too many than not enough and we're on a different boat, and then you go, well, I'm really cold, and we go, sorry, we can't do anything for you, because you don't take yeah. enough layers. I am going to sizzle in this. Do I need a hat? Have you got jacket? Not the man. Got jackets?
So we're back on the Johanna Lucretia after a, a fantastic day out on the water at Plymouth and uh, we've been in two boats, the Olga uh, and also uh, one that was uh, Blythe's ship, it's a replica of Blythe's ship um, the, the, uh, from the mutiny on the bounty, uh, the one that he was cast away in uh, with a number of crew um, and it was used in a Channel 4 series. Uh, so we're going to look into that. Apparently it was uh, the replica ship used on the Channel 4 series about uh, William Blythe. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a, a a sad day in the fact that we haven't obviously made our way to Portsmouth, but uh, we've had such an enjoyable day out on the water. Rowing, sailing, um, both uh, boats met up at uh, lunchtime and we had uh, lunch on board. Um, and uh, we had two crews of six um, in the team and swapped over at lunchtime. So it really has been a, a great day and a great experience um, sailing today. Sunny days. Oh yeah. That's such a good song. Such a good song to wake up to. Banana pancakes yesterday. So we're all on board the Johanna Lucretia and I can't believe I'm saying this but it's the final day of the Request 2021 project after a long year of activities starting well back in Plymouth here um, a year ago we were and before that uh, at Gilwell um, and uh, the day in London going under Tower Bridge back in September 2021. And then uh, January, the team of us going down to Antarctica and back. Then we've had lots of events since then, lots of talks and presentations. Um, and then attending the Kent International Jamboree and running some of the bases there as a project. And going up to Scotland and Fordell Furs and the plaque there and putting the plaque in Kent and having a presentation evening. And uh, really has been a, an exciting year with ups and downs many many ups way way far exceeding the few downs 
although their downs have been pretty low. Um, it's just been an amazing year, and I'm so proud of the teams. You know, the team that's been on this weekend down in Plymouth for the final voyage, um, and the team that went to Antarctica, and the other team members, and the steering committee, and our patrons, and our project partners, and our um, sponsors just couldn't have done it without you guys so everyone that sponsored the project thank you so much it's just been an amazing amazing year um so proud of request 2021 so we're going to do the final day unfortunately we're driving to portsmouth we would have been sailing but uh, driving up to portsmouth and then we're going to do the the final ceremony I find my left hand in all this. Yeah, I've got you? one here right. somewhere. I'm good. <laughs> it's Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter. Yeah. Hi, oh, yeah. Hi. Right. How you doing? Well. Thanks, Tom. So I really appreciate you coming as well. So, so I'm gonna go and sort of have a little. Andrew. <laughs> 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 That's brilliant to see you. Yeah. Glad I can meet. I'm gonna have a little recce. Could you look after him? Could you look after You've got a lot of that. equipment here. Let me take and some of it. That. That's good. Right. I'm just gonna go have a little recce. See the best place around here. Hi, guys. Yeah. I think that probably gonna be perfect. Hello there. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 How was it? My mum. Hello, Evening. mum. <laughs> Good to see you. Sorry, I'm on left hand shake for scouts. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Hi, folks. Hi, yeah. Hello. Hi, you must be Tracy. Tracy. Thanks yes. for coming along representing the PC. That's great. That's really no good. Yeah, and you can get some photos for them as well. So, yeah. yep. so that'd be good. Fabulous. Okay. Whilst it would be really appropriate here, I think we're going to get too much background noise. It's nice and quiet around the back, so I think uh, it would be a better place to hold the actual service. So we can still have the water in the background and nice and quiet around there. So, so if we head round, sort of the other side of the building is nice and quiet. Still a nautical backdrop. Yep. <laughs> so I think along there would be fine. And then if people want to sort of gather in that area. Yes. And yeah. That will work. Are you well? Yes. Broken, well, broken these things happen, don't they? They do. You yeah, know, it's better at, to at the end of here. the day, it was going to happen. It's it better was, to happen here. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it was really, in a way, it was good it didn't happen on route. Yeah. Because then we would have been stuck. Really, oh, absolutely. Really stuck. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, they can't now enter the small ships race, which they were going to do immediately after this. So they've, they've, that's that. messed them up for their right. next plans as well. So if you could all stand at ease. Request, request alert. I'm going to ask everyone to hold a one minute silence for the Queen. <clears throat> the Boss as I Knew Him, an extract from the Book of the Quest by Dr. Leonard Hussey, a member of Sir Ernest Shackleton's last two expeditions. To have known Sir Ernest Shackleton was a privilege, but to have worked with him, shared his hardships and his adventures, 
and to have secured his friendship was a privilege according to few. I count myself very fortunate that I was one of them. With all its trials and hardships, and while it grieves His Majesty to think that your gallant leader was not spared to bring you home, the King considers that your record of achievement and the indomitable spirit displayed by all members of the expedition were in every way worthy of his great example. Naysbitt also leaves the quest at Portsmouth along with Marr, that's our scout, MacLeod, Young and others. He describes his last sight of the little ship there she lay like a riderless horse. So that's the entry for when we arrived at Portsmouth. So I'd like to say a few words. And I'm going to start with a book, and I'm going to finish with a book. So the book I'm going to start with is Into the Frozen South. So it was a, a, an antique copy of Into the Frozen South that I found um, about seven years ago now um, in an in a antique bookshop. Um, and it obviously raised my interest because it was about scouting, one of my loves, and Antarctica, another one of my loves. So I found this book, Into the Frozen South, and I read it and I realised that... Uh, in seven years time at the time uh, that uh, 2021 would be coming up so they sailed in 1921 and and i thought well wouldn't it be great if scouts could go back to antarctica so that started very much as a like anyone reading a book having a bit of an idea having a dream now to take that dream and turn it into reality has been an amazing experience for me really um the, the amount of money we had to raise was 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 no less than 140,000 pounds during a very difficult time for fundraising, you can imagine. Um, but we hit the 140,000. Um, for the team to be chosen, we chose four young people from Kent. Now they were chosen when they were 17, 16, 18, quite young. Obviously, a lot changes in their life during that time. All four of them, I am so proud to say, stuck the distance and came with us to Antarctica this year. So that's incredible. Um, there's lots of people that I want to thank for this project. So we're going to mention a few. I want to mention the steering committee. Jan has been on the steering committee. A number of other really trusted people that I know within scouting have been on the steering committee. Um, those of you in from Kent, you'll know David Rate. You'll know Jane Wilson, uh, you probably know Tony Malone and a few others. They've really given lots and lots of their time to this project over the previous years. And many other people have come and gone on that steering committee. Helen, she's been amazing, absolutely amazing, and helped with all the fundraising and helped us with ideas. Um, it really has been great to have that steering committee. The partners that we've had on this project, we've partnered with British Antarctic Survey, you know, that's high up there. Um, we've partnered with uh, the likes of the Bark Europa as a partner. And, you know, Lucy and I know how important that is as a partnership. And we'd like to see more scouts go on that in the future. The Bark Europa tall ship, which is the only tall ship allowed into Antarctic waters. Um, we've par partnered with the James Caird Society. We've partnered with the Devon and Cornwall Polar Society. 
Um, so there have been many, many partners along the way. I won't mention them all. Mentors. Each of the young people had to do a project. So each of them had a mentor that was working with them on their project and encouraging them. Um, and, and that's really been a helpful thing to, to the young people doing their project. Even us adults had a mentor. Where's mine? He's here. Is it? He's there. He's hiding behind you, yeah? <laughs> so I had my, my mentor. So Graham was helping me with my sound uh, recording. And the advice he gave me was really, really useful when I was sound recording um, in Antarctica. Um, not least to keep my camera in a bag. <laughs> so mentors. Now we had sponsors. Well, I, I cannot begin to list the sponsors, but I will mention the, the top two. We had a company called Business Winning Systems, who when we needed £5,000 more to go, they gave us that final £5,000 uh, to hit our target uh, right when we needed it. And, and there was uh, the East and West Kent Masons of Kent also gave us £5,000. So really made a significant difference. They were the Emperor Pen Penguin sponsors. Then we had a whole load of King Penguin sponsors right the way down to our little um, uh, chin straps and gentoos and so on. So we're grateful to every single person that sponsored this project. We had some amazing patrons. We had the Honourable Alexandra Shackleton, which is Shackleton's granddaughter. So when we sailed under Tower Bridge a year ago, um, a, a year ago yesterday, I can't believe it yet, but it was. Uh, then we had uh, John Quiller Rowett's grandson and Sir Ernie Shackleton's granddaughter with us as we sailed under Tower Bridge, exactly as they did 100 years ago. So I'm really proud of that. We had four other supporting patrons. We had Wayne White, quite a character, <laughs> amazing character. Uh, those of you that have met him here, um, so he is the uh, South Pole Winter Manager, and he was uh, South Pole Winter Manager for the US base at the South Pole for three winters. And he's just released a book himself about his time at the South Pole, uh, surprisingly called Cold. Um, but it well worth a read. So that's, that's Wayne White. Um, we had James Ketchell, and he's the chap that climbed Everest, rode across the Atlantic, um, and what was the other one he did? Uh, cycled all the way around the world. And he also uh, went around the world in one of those paraglider, the uh, gyrocopter things. First person to gyrocopter around the world. So he's a he's absolutely crazy guy, but uh, really, really supportive of our project from the start. Um, we had Lou Rudd, who was the first man, a UK national to, uh, to, to um, actually reach the South Pole and return uh, under his own power. Um, and then we had Felicity Aston, who used to live in Kent. She now lives in Iceland. Uh, she was the first woman to ski to the South Pole. So we had some amazing patrons support us for this project and we're really grateful to them. Now the Quest Expedition, it, it lasted a year. They left on the 17th of September, 1921. And they got here to Portsmouth, as we heard on the 18th of September, 1922, yeah, you can correct me if any of this goes, but so it was a year-long project and Scout Ma was on that for the whole voyage um, and Norman Mooney, the other scout, unfortunately didn't actually make it to Antarctica. Now I think there's lessons to be learned when I read into the Frozen South about 
having a success, but also having to deal with a, a more difficult situation. And I think both scouts have got something to teach all of us. And certainly this weekend, for those of us that have been here this weekend, we had hoped to sail into Portsmouth today on a tall ship. For whatever reason, it wasn't meant to be. Um, we had a catastrophic engine failure at Plymouth, um, but we've had an amazing experience together living on the tall ship at Plymouth. We've done sailing experiences out from Plymouth and we've had to make the best of a difficult situation. Um, so I can't thank these guys enough for mucking in, making the best of the, uh, of the weekend. And thanks to all the parents and everything that have, have ferried us all around and helped us with this situation. Things don't always work out and Shackleton knew that. Shackleton and Rudyard Kipling, and obviously Rudyard Kipling very important to scouting because of a lot of our names for, uh, for cubs, etc. Shackleton and Rudyard Kipling actually met. And they met, um, in fact, um, Shackleton visited Rudyard Kipling at Bateman's, uh, Rudyard Kipling's home. Rudyard Kipling wrote a very famous poem. Can anyone name it? If, if thank you. <laughs> Knew someone would know it. So you've probably heard the poem, If, and I think that's very relevant for us today. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. And I think we've done that with spades a number of times on this project. Unexpected things happen. Always have a plan B. I didn't have one this weekend. <laughs> I couldn't possibly think of anything that might happen that would stop us getting here, but it did. Um, so life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. That's a quote from another uh, famous uh, uh, person, which is John Lennon, uh, one of my favorite singers. Life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. I love that because I have had a fantastic weekend. It's been great, okay? It wasn't what I planned, but it was great. Now, all good things have to come to an end. And this is the official end of the Request 2021 project. But I have to tell you, it's not the end of the Request Foundation, which we've set up. So myself, Jan, Lucy, uh, a number of other people involved in the expedition have set up a charity. We're in the process of doing that. All the paperwork's been signed. We've set up a bank account and the funds that we've got left in Kent Scouts are going to be moved over into the Request Foundation. There's a number of reasons for that. Mostly is because I want to make sure that guides are also allowed to apply for funding. Okay, as it stands, the money would have to be used for scouts, um, male and female. But now, by, by opening it up as a, a charity, it means that we can have guides apply as well and make it available to them, which I think is really important. So we've got the Request Foundation. That's going to be going forward. We've got the Iceberg Award. Now, you can't see it on the uniform today because we're not wearing our uniform, but uh, Lucy and I are both holders of the Iceberg Award and the other eight that went with us to Antarctica have got the Iceberg Award. And that's going to be awarded to any scout, they don't have to go to Antarctica, if they go to the Arctic or Antarctic, or they do any polar research, then we will look at that as a possible funding and help the young people with their funding. So we're going to look at that as a committee, 
and have a, a method for them to apply for funding to do polar research. So that's the request fund. Now Shackleton said, and again, very appropriate, a man must shape himself to a new mark directly the old one goes to ground. Took me about 10 minutes on Friday. Normally I'm quicker than that. Um, but when, you, when, you're, when your goal changes, um, you've got to very quickly adapt. And I think scouting is something that teaches you those skills and teaches young people those skills to adapt to whatever your plan was. You've got to have a plan, but sometimes you've got to be able to let go completely of that plan and go with something better or different. I'm going to finish by mentioning two teams. I think you can guess who they are. One standing in front of you. I'm really proud of every single one of you guys. And we'll mention as well uh, our, our two missing ones, Rose and Ollie. Ollie. So um, Rose from uh, Devon Scouts joined us this weekend. And Ollie from Hampshire Scouts joined us this weekend. Their parents picked them up from Plymouth. So we, we, we stepped in to, to read their bits for them. But I want to thank those two and every single one of you. So we got, here we go. <laughs> Silas, Jacob, Edward, Lucy, Nick, who only joined this team last week. <laughs> there we go, Jack. And then we got Amy. And then we got, uh, oh, Alex. Alex, and oh, who are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Andrea, my wife Andrea, who joined the team, so I'm really, really pleased. But there's, could you grab that? Put your foot on it anyway. Yeah. There's another team that's not completely here, but they did give me this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lucy and I were part of a very special team. Um, I am going to crack this open tonight <laughs> and I am going to have a, a wee dram, a wee dram. And if anybody else who's over 18 would like a wee dram, I do have some little cups. So I will be cracking that uh, after this ceremony. Um, it's signed by Darcy, Lucy, Kathy, Jen, George, Sam, Helen, Matt and Alex. Uh, just so proud of those guys. <laughs> And uh, just want to thank you all for coming. Thank you for being here at a point on the journey, but it's not the destination. It's still on the journey. Thank you. Okay. If we could get some group photos and things, and yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> we need a photo of those. We're sending for those, those ladies. <laughs> Lovely. There we go. Thank you. Whew. And copies of Jan's book are available. <laughs> I genuinely mean it. If you'd like a, just a tiny tot of whiskey just to toast Shackleton, please come and get one. <laughs>
So, thanks for listening. Uh, to find out more about the Request 2021 project and how you can support and follow our progress, just visit our website on www.request2021.org.uk. So that's www.request2021.org.uk. And please give this podcast a review on iTunes. Uh, share it out and spread the word to anyone you know who's interested in scouting and Antarctica. Thank you. control of one of the elements normally it's wind because i'm sailing all the time and it's like oh no but this week i'd actually like to be able to just have like um the ability to fix mechanical objects <laughs> <laughs> um and that's where i'm at at the moment it's, it's just like my superpower uh, already I, I wish you could just be, like kind of with your hands going <laughs> rebuild yourself so that's that yeah that's where i'm at i'll stop talking now You've got to repeat the name of the person next to you. I'm Seb. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Ariel, that's Seb. Uh, my fun fact is that I have six names. My name is Ariel Zillion Wingnut Forever Elliot Darling. It's weird. Ask my parents why. Um, <laughs> We've got to remember all of them. I'm not lying. She's <laughs> <laughs> not lying, is she? <laughs> not lying. I've seen her passport. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's called her Wingnut. She's a Wingnut on her passport. <laughs> Wingnut was going to be my first name. My oh superpower. You got out of that one. Uh, my superpower is I would like the ability to refill anything. Um, or oh, it changes. Refill anything or have exactly what I need always in my pocket. Oh, that's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Hi, I'm Oscar. That's Ariel. That's Seb. Um, my an interesting fact about me is I love surfing, and at home where I live, I'll go surfing on my break at work every day. As you live? As, as yeah, where I live. Where do I live? Oh, uh, Barnstable, Westwood Hill area. Um, it's in Devon. Um, if I could have a superpower, it would probably to be able to manipulate time.
That's a cool superpower, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I missed time. that. I was distracted. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be able to manipulate time. Oh. Mm. Wow. That was much. Give me a point. Give it. Okay, so we've got Seb, we've got Ariel, we've got Oscar, um, and uh, I'm Alan. Um, oh, what should we go for? I accidentally shook President Clinton's hand. There we go. What How were you, you aiming to? You'll have to ask me sometime <laughs> in the weekend. I'm not going to do Oscar now. <laughs> but that, that is true. Uh, I shook his hand by accident. Um, and what else? What else should I go for? Superpower. I think it'd be unlimited Ben and Jerry's. I've not heard that one before. Yes, it is. Anything now. goes in the same <laughs> The refilling thing works. Yeah, yeah, the, the refilling's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, yeah, I'll just be friends with Ariel and. And I'll Because <laughs> she can get me Ben and Jerry's anytime. <laughs> Thank you. Over to my wife. So my name's Ellie. <laughs> this is Alan. Oscar has gone. Ariel and Seb. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was an interesting fact? I um. I used to live on a boat when I was a kid. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. Brought up on a boat. Yeah, brought up on a boat when I was a kid. Um, my superpower would be in control of 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 the weather in general, like oh, wind, yeah. sun, rain. Because then also you could give anybody that was a random person a rain cloud. That cheer them up. They're annoying me. Then it'd be like here you go, a personal rain cloud. Just like there you go. And then also I can give people like little sunshine so they're happy, and it would always be nice and funny. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, hi. <laughs> did, so, did your parents like live with you on this boat? No, just don't be there. You have a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, curiosity. Do you or do you not need like a an address to open a bank account? Because I thought you, you do. That becomes very complicated when you become an adult. Yeah. 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 So, but then you're living on a boat. Yeah. So, so my parents didn't always live on a boat. They had an address beforehand, so they had a bank account. Right. And then they went and lived on the boat. Uh, okay. That's the way to do it. Um, but when I got older, it became very complicated. Have you? Yeah. We've already. We've got, yeah. What? Hmm? Oh, all right. Yeah, I'll shut up. Because it might be a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I might be giving something away. Oh. Yeah. But actually, just on that point quickly, because I found this out the other day, it made me very happy. Um, banks um, have started trying yeah. to abolish that rule now. Yeah, they have. So, oh, um, okay. so yeah, banks now, good. they're trying to stop yeah. because it's making it impossible for homeless people to be able to get out of the cycle because you can't get a job without a bank account, you can't right. get a house without, without a job, job. You can't, right, and it's yeah. just an endless circle of pain and awfulness. I ended up in the circle at one point because of not having an address. It's very good. It's okay. I found out that I had a national insurance number that I didn't know that I had. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a tax code. Oh, 
code sent mm -hmm. to the address, which was Trinity Savings Office at the time. And um, then I got an address, and then I could get paid. So I was working without getting paid for a while. <laughs> it also makes it really difficult well, for like 16-year-olds who don't get any bills or anything. Yeah, it's like, exactly. prove your address. Yeah. I can't, I'm 16. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yes, just so you know, yes, that is complicated. But yep. we got yeah. through it, and it's fine. <laughs> I now have a bank account. No, Woo! two bank accounts. Whoa. Any bank that, any, yeah. any bank that won't do that, she's going to send them a rain cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my name's Andrea. Um, mine's fine. <laughs> Is that your interesting fact? <laughs> <laughs> um, my interesting fact is um, that we've just sold our house and we're going to go and live on a boat. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you have an address? No. <laughs> we do this week, but, but we won't next week. Us? <laughs> have you found the boat? No. Yeah. No, she's she's found it in her head about a million times. We can't buy it from the house sale. Buying a narrowboat. A narrowboat. Well, I love sailing. I used yeah. to be a sailing instructor many, many, many years ago. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to go and have a bit of an adventure, and we we but we ordered the camper van this morning. Yeah. And we're having a narrowboat. We're going to live go. on those two. Oh, cool. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what I live in now. <laughs> <laughs> we like them. <laughs> My superpower, um, it's probably a bit boring really, but it's something that I would really love to be able to do, is to be able to fly like a peregrine falcon. Like a what? That's not really boring. <laughs> <laughs> What's a peregrine falcon? It's a bird, a, a prey, so can dive at 120 <laughs> something miles an hour, tucks his wings and goes... <laughs> really good spectacle to watch. Well, oh, yeah, that's what I was told is probably a bit boring, flying like a peregrine falcon. That's like your superpower is flying, but... Like a very specific bird. Yeah, names. You're not getting away with that. Yeah, okay, so Ellie, Alan, Oscar, Ariel, Sam. Oi. All right, let's see your game. Okay, I'm Lucy. People forget my name. It's usually on my back. What was the first thing we had to do? Names. Names, you did that. First name is Lucy, my surname is Morgan. Lucy means light, Morgan means obviously, so my parents oh. decided to send me. In what? In what Morgan language? Welsh. Welsh. No. Just my name. You are like. Well, Mary's C, isn't it? French. Morgan, Mary. That's nice, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did say this to a sailor once and he said, no, you're not a lighthouse, you're a lighthouse, you're a or a quill. That's what their name is. Yeah, they glow. They glow. Yeah. Quill glow at night. You can see them under the water. Um, my superhero power. I was going to say I'd like to be able to fly, but um, that's pretty boring, isn't it? I don't know, I've never <laughs> achieved so well. Have you been doing it and go like, oh, it's a little bit not familiar? I'm over it. Okay, it wouldn't be boring, but I just think everyone would say that. Um, <laughs> so if I want something a bit more creative, maybe. I'd really like to have a couple of different lives so that I could have more time to work with all the vehicles and things. Different mm. lives? Yeah. Sounds cool. library? Yes, actually. <laughs> That frankly scares me. 
one to like, a family, like a stable home and like a good community around me, and then one to go travel and do some scout stuff. Sounds like you want one life, but three of you. Three. three to live the yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. If you jump between one personality and the other, would you be mm-hmm. trying to sort out all three lives at the same time? I struggle to sort out one life. When you woke up the next day, yeah, would it be the next life, but the next day? Would you remember them? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. All right. Would you you have to remember them between lives? No, you can groundhog day, but with a three-day gap, can't you? Something. Be like someone talking to you. I don't know what you're talking about. Is this a conversation we had yesterday? Because I have no idea. Um. Okay, Seb. Yeah. Ariel. Missing Oscar. Oscar. Navy boat. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> <Type 23. laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Why? When? What? How? Ages ago. Well, they, uh, my dad got old once. That's cool. And it was like bringing your kid to the frigate day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like a. They're going family days. When you said it, I was like, oh, that's really nice. And I was thinking of like, you know, the perfect garden. You could literally yeah. bloom things. Yeah, all of that as well. It's just the now and then. But what you pointed out was like rain clouds. Thunderstorm. Like, don't like, <laughs> that the mood we're in at the moment. But, like, <laughs> cool. Silas, I've been sailing for seven years. My superpower would probably be swimming underwater. Yeah. Seb, Andrea, no, Ariel. Ariel, Oscar, Alan, Ellie, Andrea, Lucy, Ollie, and Silas. Yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, I'm Edward, Seb, <laughs> Ariel, Oscar, Alan, Ellie, Andrea, Lucy. Ollie and Silas. Woo! Well done! Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 What do you, is interesting about this? I'm a Lance Corporal in CCF. Ooh, wow. What does what that mean? So, you know a corporal? No. No. Okay. Well, um, in between a, a private and a corporal is a Lance Corporal. Right, so it's like, so like, yeah, Lance. <laughs> that's all I can think of. You know, when people used to gallop or each other jousting. with a, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a joust is, I believe, a lance. So a lance yeah, corporal is below a corporal. Yeah, oh, okay. So above a private. 
yeah. nice jumper. So no, your homework is to find out why it's called a lance corporal then. So yeah, is it to do with lances? Yeah. <laughs> Might be. And, and the javelins, the, the Rambler, yeah. that's all I want. It's combined cadet force. Yeah. No, the javelin's one yeah. armed. <laughs> We're clueless. <laughs> <laughs> and superhero powers? Super speed. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah, one. Billy Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rose. I'm Rose. <laughs> I hate everyone else. <laughs> You're one to talk. You've got all of us. Seth, Ariel, Oscar, Alan, Ellie, Andrea, Lucy, Ollie, Silas, Edward. Um, I used to live in New Zealand. Oh wow, <laughs> that's cool. How long were you there? Uh, well, I'm a Kiwi, so I was there for seven years. <laughs> Fair enough. So you 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 are from New Zealand then? Um, no, I moved there. When I was born in Birmingham, <laughs> and then yeah. I went to New Zealand. Ah, yeah, right. And then we moved to Devon. So you had seven years in in. And then was happening yeah. tonight. <laughs> 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 Better than Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> North Island or South Island? Can you remember? <laughs> Probably North. Auckland. Yeah, Auckland. Yeah, North. North. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my superhero power would be teleporting. Mm. But cool. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Cool. Is that after seeing the car stand? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <You're not there. laughs> hey, Rose is from down here. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm. she hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> Left school five minutes early. What school did you go to? Yes. So, it's in Brixham. Yeah. Yeah. So Rose is representing Devon Scouts for us. Yeah. <laughs> she lives fifteen minutes away from where I was brought up. There you go. Mm. Yeah. All right. Always the hardest one. Yeah, it is. I've only heard it once. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask same that. Same letter as my. It starts with the same letter as my name. We haven't heard your name yet. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask no. me. Yeah, what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your time to shine. <laughs> 
Remember, this was your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex. Yeah. Um, just to prove that I've been trying, I'll go backwards. <laughs> oh. Jack, Amy, Rose, Edward, Silas, Ollie, Lucy, Andrea, Ellie, Alan, Oscar, Ariel, Seb. <laughs> so, my fun facts. It's a bit embarrassing, but when I was like in year four, uh, I got a 50p stuck up my cast because what had happened, I'll give you a story now, they were selling fruit at school and it was like 50p for a bit of pineapple. So I thought, my pockets are full, where do I put my 50 I'll just store it there at the end of my cast. Before I know it, it's there. I have to go to the hospital to get it cut out like a little square <laughs> to, to get this 50p out. I did do No, because I had... It would be a little bit expensive for a piece of pineapple. No, it's like a slice, wouldn't it? Have you still got the 50p? Rinsing us. Have you still got the 50p? Yeah. Yeah, you kept it. Of course. Didn't get your pineapple though, did you? Uh, And my superpower, a bit against rules, but why God? I just... Powers of God. So just anything, you can do everything. Yeah. Not dinner. Which God? Yeah. Now we're going into mythology. Oh. Poseidon. You want to be Poseidon? I can just like... The sea. Oh, Poseidon would be good for this week. Yeah, it would. That'd be cool. You can push us along. <laughs> 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 okay, standing at the end of the Titanic star. In the tall ships, you do a crew break. I'm sweet home. Hey. Hey. The ships is a race where all the boats go and join together and race each other because they don't know what that is. So. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. But like boats like this gather and we race and we're full of young people and we do a crew parade so everyone walks through, every crew walks through town and there's thousands. Like the Olympics. Hundreds, like the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> you have to dress up and one year we got a big blue tarpaulin with a hole in it, put someone in the middle and a life ring. So they were, you know, drowning at sea. Then there were sea creatures all around and Poseidon was there and he would whip up a storm and everyone would run around and they'd be like, in a whirlpool, like, wah! <laughs> and, then was, and then there was someone in a big R&I coat with a throw line and would, like, throw it into the sea and it was like, big, crazy storm and then we'd rescue him and that's where my brain went when he said Poseidon. <laughs> Pretty cool superpower. Antarctic exploration is being honoured 
Ernest Shackleton's in honour with a blue plaque in Mill Bay to be displayed alongside two plaques documenting his expeditions. It's being unveiled at 6 o'clock this evening, so it's a big one. So join who is there just getting ready for that special ceremony. Hello, Alan. That's right, uh, we're actually marking a plaque that was uh, put in position.
little bit of history being made. It's great to speak to you. I'll, I'll let you go and herd some more scouts. Thank all right. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 Take care. All the best. Take care. Alan Mopes there at Mill Bay today. So, ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, fellow scouters and scouts. This scout zone was first held at Gilwell Park, the UK home of scouting, at 11am on Sunday the 5th of September 2021, when a commemorative plaque to scouts Ma and Mooney was officially unveiled. The intention was then to pass on, share and hold the scout zone with fellow scouts around the world along the original route of Quest's 1921 to 1922 voyage, exactly 100 years after Quest left each location. It has been held in London, in Lisbon by the Lisbon Scouts, in Rio de Janeiro underneath the Statue of the Redeemer, in Cape Town, and many other smaller islands and ports along the way. This included the request team holding a service on board the ship whilst in Antarctica on the 5th of January 2022, the 100th anniversary of Shackleton's passing. The very same day, a young scout, Connor McLeod, and various officials of South Georgia also held it at Shackleton's graveside. After returning from Antarctica, the Scout Zone ceremony was held at Fordell Furs, the Scottish Scouting HQ, just a week ago, where a replica commemorative plaque was also installed to the two scouts, Mar and Mooney, who sailed with Shackleton. It's then been installed here, uh, it's then been held here in Plymouth, 16th of September 2022. And finally, we're going to hold it on Sunday evening in Portsmouth to mark the end of the Request 2021 project where Scout Mar finished his year-long voyage. Now, it's been a tough week for all of us as a country, as a nation. Um, what we'd like to do before we hold our Scout Zone is hold a respectful minute's silence for Her Majesty the Queen. So if you could ask you to bow your heads.
So the commemorative plaques that we've installed to Scouts Mar and Mooney. The inscription on our plaque reads as follows. Remember James Williams Slessor Mar, 1902 to 1965, and Norman Erlen Mooney, 1905 to 1945, who took part in the 1921 Shackleton Quest expedition. Note the official name of the expedition was the Shackleton Rowett Expedition. However, like many of the expeditions of the heroic age, it was also referred to by the expedition ship, in this case, Quest. Our plaque was designed by stonemason Mark Brooks from Canterbury. And it marks the Request 2021 expedition to Antarctica, a hundred years after the two scouts sailed on Sir Ernest Shackleton's final voyage. We produced three versions. The first was installed at Gilwell, the UK Scout Headquarters, on the 5th of September, just over a year ago, 2021. A second replica plaque we took to Port Lockroy in Antarctica, and that was installed at our scouting headquarters in Kent. The third replica was installed last weekend at Fordell Furs, the Scottish Scout Headquarters, on the 11th of September 2022. The Shackleton Rower Expedition of 1921 to 1922 was financed by the Shackleton's friend, the businessman and philanthropist John Quiller Rowett. They had met during their school days at Dunwich College, London. In September 1921, the expedition sailed on the ship Quest with the plans to survey the islands and navigation routes of the Southern Oceans. On the 5th of January 1922, upon the arrival at the islands of South Georgia, Sir Ernest Shackleton, who was in ill health, died on board Quest. An extract from the Book of the Quest, The Boss As I Knew Him, by Dr. Leonard Hussey, a member of Sir Ernest Shackleton's last two expeditions. To have known Sir, uh, Sir Ernest Shackleton was a privilege, but to have worked with him, shared his hardships and his adventures, and to have secured his friendship was a privilege according to, uh, accorded to few. I counted myself very fortunate as I was one of those few. He had a great admiration for the Boy Scout movement, much so that he took two scouts, Mar and Mooney, with us on the last expedition on the quest. Sir Ernest was one of the greatest Englishmen that the world has ever seen, and we lost our best friend when he went. Still, we tried to carry on as he would have liked us to have done, and we, have never and we are never tired of talking about him and hearing of him. He is still very near us, and in carrying on, his ideals and his traditions. We feel that he is attaining true immortality and, and that as soon as Englishmen and English boys can appreciate a true man, Shackleton's name will be held as an example and an ideal. He would have desired no fitter epitaph as, than he played the game.
The Shackleton Rower Expedition was the first polar expedition to involve scouts. Following nationwide recruitment, scouts Norman Mooney and James Marr were selected to join the crew of Quest. Mooney, from Orkney, was badly affected by seasickness and returned home from Madeira a few weeks into the voyage. Upon his return to Orkney in 1921, Mooney registered as a student engineer at the Royal College of Science and Technology in Glasgow. After graduation, he took on a role as a land surveyor with the Ordnance Survey based in Southampton. In 1929, Mooney passed the Colonial Survey Examination and he was employed by the Colonial Office as a land surveyor in Nigeria, mapping previously uncharted areas. On the 20th of November 1945, at the age of 40, he was tragically killed when an accident occurred while he was out surveying. James Marr from Aberdeen went on to become a marine biologist and polar explorer in his own right, publish publishing seminal work on the natural history of Antarctic krill. In 1943, Marr was selected to lead a covert mission called Operation Tabarin. Tabarin was the predecessor of the Falkland Island Dependency Surveys, which later became the British Antarctic Survey. In 1954, Marr became one of the only 18 men to have received both the bronze and silver polar medals. In 1961, he was appointed president of the Antarctic Club. Marr died at the age of 62 from emphysema and bron bronchopneumonia on the 29th of April 1965 at Milford Chest Hospital, Buzzbridge, Surrey, after a prolonged period of illness. The Kent Scouts Request 2021 Antarctic Research Project marks the centenary of the Shackleton Rower Expedition. A team of 10 scouts from Kent and Scotland explored the waters and islands of the Antarctic during January 2022. In keeping with the spirit of the original expedition, Request 2021 is carrying out research projects with themes of peace, heritage and environment and aims to leave a lasting legacy to inspire young people to explore the world around them. The project itself has 10 objectives shown on the back of these cards. Number 1. Voyage Participate as members of the crew on the Bark Europa on a voyage to Antarctica. Number two, projects. Undertake personal projects with each team member presenting their results. Number three, centenary. Hold centenary flag ceremonies in both the UK and Antarctica. Number four, plaques. Unveil commemorative plaques to Scout Moore and Scout Mooney in England and Scotland. Number five, outreach. Involve young people in a series of fun and educational outreach activities. Number 8. Shackleton. Celebrate and pay respects to the achievements of Sir Ernest Shackleton. Number 9. Links. Build strong links with scouts in other countries on the original expedition route. Number 10. Legacy. Leave a lasting scout polar research legacy inspired by Scout Mars work on Krill. The project can be summed up as 10 to the power of three. 10 scout ambassadors, eight from Kent, two from Scotland, sailing on a tall ship to Antarctica. 100 years after the original Shackleton Rowett Quest expedition back in 1921. Thousands of people, young people engaged and educated about the three key lessons of peace, environment and heritage to be learned from this amazing, fragile, frozen southern continent. Shackleton's last diary entries. Ernest Shackleton died of heart failure in the early hours of the morning on the 5th of January 1922. These last diary entries recall his thoughts as the ship approached South Georgia. 1st of January 1922. Rest and calm after the storm. 
The year has begun kindly for us. It is curious how a certain date becomes a milestone in one's life. Christmas Day in the raging gale seemed out of place. I dared not venture to hope that today would be as it was. Anxiety has been probing deeply into me, for until the end of the year, things have gone awry. Engines were liable, furnace cracked, water short, heavy gales, all that physically can go wrong, but the spirit of all on board sound and good. There are two points in the adventure of the diver. One, when a beggar, he prepares to plunge, and one where a prince, he rises with his pearl. 2nd of January, 1922. Another wonderful day. Fine, clear, slight headwind, but cheerful for us after these last days of stress and strain. At 1pm, we passed our first berg. The old familiar sight aroused in me memories that the strenuous years have deadened. Blue caverns shone with sky glow snatched from heaven itself. Green spurs showed beneath the water and Berg's mast high come sailing by as green as emerald. Ah me, the years have gone since in the pride of young manhood I first went forth to the fight. I grow old and tired but must always lead on. 3rd of January 1922, another beautiful day. Fortune seems to attend to us this new year, but so anxious have I been when things are going well, I wonder what in time difficulty will be sprung upon me. All day long a light wind and clear sky was our happy position. I find a difficulty in settling down to write. I am so much on the key vv. I pray that the furnace will hold out. Thankful that I can be crossed and thwarted as a man. 4th of January 1922. At last, after 16 days of turmoil and anxiety, on a peaceful sunshining day, we came to anchor at Gritviken. How familiar the coast seemed as we passed down. We, we saw with full interest the places we struggled over after the boat journey. Now we must speed all we can, but the prospect is not too bright for labour is scarce. The old dead smell of whale permeates everything. It is a strange and curious place, a wonderful evening. In the darkening twilight I saw a lone star hover, gem-like, above the bay. Following on. Why am I here, a young lad, little known to fame? Refilled his pipe and poked the log fire into flame. Away on the skyline frowned a snow-capped peak. Around him lay the desert, white and bleak. The grey gull's screams were ominous to hear. Why am I here? No answer came. The cold wind moaned, the boom of cracking ice, a sound of dread. In the fire's red glow, his nimble fancy roamed and winged a hero's motto through his head. Never, never the last endeavour, never the lowered flag. And it merged with the roar of the waters and the blast from the icy crag. Why am I here? To do such work he nobly left behind, to tread his trail in storm and freezing wind. His ache to feel and also strength of heart, to be like him and bear the harder part, to fight that polar mountain, stark and drear. That's why I'm here. Thank you. Nothing is impossible. Baden Powell's introduction in the book of the quest, Nothing is Impossible. Nothing is impossible if we set our minds to it. 21 years ago, there were 25 scouts in the world. If anyone had said, well, go and raise two million of them, distributed in every country over the globe, one would have said, no, thank you, impossible. But the jamboree this year will show that the impossible has been attained in the short space of 21 years. In our work with the boys, we can do a lot to lift the poorest and most hopeless out of their sloth and give them hope and aspiration. 
we can hold up to them the innumerable histories of self-made success, men to whom, in their early days, such a future would have seemed impossible. The scout should be taught to kick the im from the word impossible. Let's finish with a reading of the final words from Mars' 1923 book, Into the Frozen South. And now I can hardly believe that it was all true, yet it was true, gloriously so. I too have seen and known and learnt. I too have companioned with the great souls who helped to make our island history. Sir Ernest Shackleton, Commander Frank Wilde and the others, all great of heart and fearless of soul, and have been my shipmates and my friends. It was a memorable year indeed, and for all time I know I must carry with me a vision of tumbling waves by day and phosphorescent breakers in the darkness, the grind and bellow of the closing pack, the rush and roar of broken waters at the growler's feet, the hushed noises of the seals as they come to the surface in the still water of the pack, and always shall I see in mind's eye the glory of the Antarctic night, and most poignant yet, inspiring of all my memories there, is that of the lonely cross outlined against the whirling drive of the South Georgian sleet, the sign which remains to tell the great spirit that led us forth and died, yet lives again as a magnet to draw the brave away from the sleek comforts of life into that outer world of daring where men may gaze in awe upon the wonders of the Lord. Friday, 15th September, 1922. Telegram via Land's End radio station to John Rowitz at Grand Hotel, Plymouth. Following received from Quest, please broadcast messages as dynamo out of action. Message broadcasted at 11.10pm, Land's End radio. In the afternoon, the Edison Lighthouse is sighted. Sail is furled and Quest steams towards Plymouth, anchoring in Corsand Bay at 10 p.m. Saturday, 16th September, 1922. All hands are called at 5.30 a.m. and set to cleaning the ship. Quest heaves up at 10.15 a.m. and proceeds into Plymouth Sound. John Rowett is the first person to come on board, accompanied by Cook and Daily Mail reporters. They bring the ship's mail with them, Quest then enters Mill Bay Docks and ties up before noon. The Mayor of Plymouth comes aboard. At 4.05pm, Quest departs for Portsmouth, piloted by Gerald Lysett and with a cinematographer from the major newsreel, Topical Budgets, also on board. Thank you. Um, can we give these young people a round of applause? The Boss As I Knew Him, an extract from the Book of the Quest, by Dr. Leonard Hussey, a member of Sir Ernest Shackleton's last two expeditions. To have known Sir Ernest Shackleton was a privilege, but to have worked with him, shared his hardships and his adventures, and to have secured his friendship was a privilege according to few. 
I count myself very fortunate that I was one of those few. He had a great admiration for the Boy Scout movement, so much so that he took two scouts, Ma and Mooney, with us to the la on the last expedition on the quest. Sir Ernest was one of the greatest Englishmen that the world has ever seen, and we lost our best friend when he went. Still, we tried to carry on as he would like us to have done, and we, have never, um, we are never tired of talking about him and hearing of him. He is still very near us, and in carrying on his I ideals and traditions, we feel that he is attaining true immortality as long as the Englishmen and English boys can appreciate a true man. Shackleton's name will be held up as an example, as an, an ideal. He would, he would desire no fitter epitaph than he played the game. Scouts Mar and Mooney. The Shackleton Rower Expedition was the first polar expedition expedition to involve scouts. Following nationwide recruitment, scouts Norman Mooney and James Marr were selected to join the crew of Quest. Mooney, from Orkney, was badly affected by seasickness and returned home from Madeira a few weeks into the voyage. Upon his return to Upon his return to Orkney in 1921, Mooney registered as a student engineer at the Royal College of Science and Technology in Glasgow. After graduation, he took on a role as a land surveyor with Ordnance Survey based in Southampton. In 1929, Mooney passed as the Colonial Survey Examination and he was employed by the Colonial Office as a land surveyor in Nigeria, mapping previously uncharted areas. On the 20th of November 1945, at the age of 40, he was tragically killed when an accident occurred while he was out surveying. James Marr from Aberdeen went on to become a marine biologist and a polar explorer in his own right, publishing seminal work on the natural history of Antarctic krill. In 1943, Marr was selected to lead a covert mission called Operation Tabarin. Tabarin was the pr predecessor of the Falkland Island de Dependency Surveys, which later became the British Antarctic Survey. In 1954, Marr became one of the only 18 men to have received both the bronze and silver polar medals. In 1961, he was appointed president of the Antarctic Club. Marr died at the age of 62 from emphysema and bronchopneumonia on the 29th of April 1965 at Milford Chest Hospital, Busbridge, Surrey, after a prolonged period of illness. Request 2021. The Kent Scouts Request 2021 Antarctic Research Project marks the centenary of the Shackleton Riot Expedition. A team of 10 scouts from Kent and Scotland explored the waters and islands of the Antarctic during January 2022. In keeping with the spirit of the original expedition, Request 2021 is carrying out research projects with themes of pace, heritage and environment and aims to leave a lasting legacy to inspire young people to explore the world around them. The project itself has 10 objectives shown on the back of these cards. Voyage. Participate as members of the crew on the Bark Europa on a voyage to Antarctica. Projects. Undertake personal projects with each team member presenting their results. Centenary. Hold centenary flag ceremonies in both the UK and Antarctica. Plaques. Unveil commemorative plaques to Scout Mar and Mooney in England and Scotland. Outreach. Involve young people in a series of fun and educational outreach activities. Thames. Host a pre-education PR event at Tower Bridge on Friday the 17th of September 2021. Plymouth. Participate in the Devon and Cornwall Polar Society Centenary event in Plymouth. Shackleton. Celebrate and pay respects to the achievements of Sir Ernest Shackleton. Links. Build strong links with scouts and other countries on the original expedition route. Legacy. 
leaving lasting legacies, lasting Scout Polar Research legacy inspired by Scout Mars work on Krill. 10 to the power of 3. The project can be summed up as 10 to the power of 3. 10 Scout Ambassadors, 8 from Kent, 2 from Scotland, sailing on a tall ship to Antarctica. 100 years after the original Shackleton Rowett's Quest expedition back in 1921. Thousands of young people engaged and educated about three key lessons of peace, environment and heritage to be learned from this amazing, fragile, frozen southern continent. Shackleton's last diary entries. Ernest Shackleton died of heart failure in the early hours of the morning of the 5th of January 1922. These last diary entries recall his thoughts as the ship approached South Georgia. 1st of January 1922. Rest and calm after the storm. The year has begun kindly for us. It is curious how a certain date becomes a milestone in one's life. Christmas Day in the raging gale seemed out of place. I dared not venture to hope that today would be as it was. Anxiety has been probing deeply into me, for until the end of the year, things have gone awry. Engines are liable, furnace cracked, water short, heavy gales, all that physically can go wrong, but the spirit of all on board, sound and good. There are two points in the adventure of the diver. One when a beggar, he prepares to plunge, and one when a prince, he rises with his pearl. 2nd of January, 1922. Another wonderful day. Fine, clear, slight headwind, but cheerful for us after these last days of stress and strain. At 1pm we passed our first iceberg. The old familial sight aroused, me, aroused in me memories that the strenuous years have deadened. Blue caverns shone with the sky glow snatched from heaven itself. Green spurs showed beneath the water and bergs mast high came sailing by as green as emerald. Ah me, the years that have gone since in the pride of young manhood I first went forth to the fight. I grow old and tired but must always lead on. 3rd of January 1922. Another beautiful day. Fortune seems to attend us in this new year. But so anxious have I been when things are going well. I wonder what in difficulty, what difficulty will be sprung upon me. All day um, long, a light wind and clear sky has been our happy position. I find a difficulty in settling down to write. I am so much more of the key V. I pray that the furnace will hold out. Thankful that I can be crossed and thwarted as a man. And the final diary entry on the 4th of January 1922. At last, after 16 days of turmoil and anxiety, on a peaceful, sunshining day, we came to anchor at Gritviken. How familiar the coast seemed as we passed down. We saw with the full interest of places we struggled over after the boat journey. Now we must speed all we can, but the prospect is not too bright, for labour is scarce. The old smell of dead whale permeates everything. It is a strange and curious place. A wonderful evening, in the darkening twilight, I saw a lone star hover, gem-like above the bay. Following on, a poem by Robert Harding from the Book of Quest, 1929. Following on, why am I here, a young lad little known to fame, refilled his pipe and poked the log fire into flame. Away on the skyline frowned a snow-capped peak, around him lay the desert white and bleak. The grey gull's screams were ominous to hear. Why am I here? No answer came, the cold wind moaned. The boom of cracking ice, a sound of dread. In the fire's red glow, his nimble fancy roamed and winged a hero's motto through his head. Never, never the, lo the lost endeavour, never the lowered flag. 
and it merged with the roar of the waters and the blast from the icy crag. Why am I here? To do such work he nobly left behind, to tread his trail in storm and freezing wind, his ache to feel and strength of heart, to be like him and bear the harder part, to fight that polar mountain, stark and drear, that's why I'm here. Robert Harding. Thank you. Nothing is impossible. Baden Powell's introduction in the book of the quest. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible if we set our minds to it. 21 years ago, there were 25 scouts in the world. If anyone had said, well, go and raise 2 million of them, distributed in every country over the globe, one would have said, no, thank you, impossible. But the jamboree this year will show that the impossible has been attained in the short space of 21 years. In our work with the boys, we can do a lot to lift the poorest and most hopeless out of their sloth and give them hope and aspiration. We can hold them to innumerable histories of self-made success, men to whom in their early days such a future would have seemed impossible. The scout should be taught to kick the im from the word impossible. Extract 10 from Into the Frozen South. Let's finish with a reading of the final words from Mars' 1923 book, Into the Frozen South. And now I can hardly believe that it was all true. Yet it was true, gloriously so. I too have seen and known and learnt I too have companioned with the great souls who helped to make our island history. Sir Ernest Shackleton, Commander Frank Wilde and the others, all great of heart and fearless of soul, had been my shipmates and my friends. It was a memorable year indeed, and for all time I know I must carry with me a vision of tumbling waves by day and phosphorescent breakers in the night. The grind and bellow of the closing pack, the rush and roar of broken waters at the growler's feet, the hushed noises of the seals as they come to the surface in the still water of the pack, and always shall I see in mind's eye the glory of the Antarctic night, and most poignant yet, inspiring of all my memories there, is that of the lonely cross outlined against the whirling drive of the South Georgian sleet, the sign which remains to tell the great spirit that led us forth and died, as a magnet to draw the brave away from the sleek comforts of life into that other wo outer world of daring where men may gaze in awe upon the wonders of the Lord. of this lot for reading that out. Um, if you want to hear all the words in detail, there are hundreds of copies of this on YouTube uh, and uh, with, with high quality sound. So we can... Uh... Now, I am very pleased to say that it was called the, the Shackleton Rowett Expedition. So Sir Ernest Shackleton, but also the name Rowett in that title. Um, and uh, Jan here, uh, Jan Hoyetsky, um, is, is uh, John Quiller Rowett's grandson. So I'm really pleased that he's joined us today. This is his book, which was uh, published in September 2022, wasn't it? Yeah. 
so published this month all about the quest expedition it's called the quest chronicle and i thought i'd read to you uh, the section um, as they approached uh, portsmouth so sunday 17th of september 1922 quest passes the isle of white needles at 9:25 a.m and southampton at 1 p.m the ship ties up at Portsmouth's number three buoy. So we'll have to have a look around for that. <laughs> they probably moved it by now. Uh, today, today is the final entry in the quest deck log. John Rowett comes on board, once more accompanied by James Cook. They then depart with Wild. All crew members are required by the appointed official receivers to itemize and leave on board or otherwise account for anything provided to them or produced by them during the expedition. At 5 p.m., all the officers disembark. So we're holding this at a very auspicious time. <laughs> Wild, Macklin and McElroy, together with Leonard Hussey, go to stay with the Rowitz at Ely Place. A telegram is received from King George V, addressed to Commander Wild. The King is glad to welcome you and your comrades on the quest on return home from your long voyage, with all its trials and hardships. And while it grieves His Majesty to think that your gallant leader was not spared to bring you home, the King considers that your record of achievement and the indomitable spirit displayed by all members of the expedition were in every way worthy of his great example. Naysbitt also leaves the quest at Portsmouth along with Marr, that's our scout, McLeod, Young and others. He describes his last sight of the little ship. There she lay like a riderless horse. So that's the entry for when we arrived at Portsmouth. 